We're in. Right, all right. Testing one, two, one, two. And today on the Tim Manor Podcast Show, we've got my mate, Paul Boys, the owner of Next Level Fitness in Sale. Um, I'm going to, because I've not seen you for ages, hypnotherapist, Reiki master. Yep. Um, what else have we got going on? Personal trainer, obviously. Obviously. Nutritionist. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a few other... And advocate of the number 23. <laughs> advocate of the number 23, yeah. Right, so yeah. let's start off with the number 23, oh, which oh, is a bit rough. Yeah. that, do you? Wow. Straight off. No, that would come out. Fucking wow. right off. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay, yeah, let's go in. Um, where do I start with this? When oh. did you first know that that was kind of your sort of like number? In fact, yeah, because oh, yeah, you can blow people's minds with this, can't we? But yeah, we can. It depends how deep you want to go because it's it's unbelievable. And I remember telling you years ago, and, and yeah. you were blown away by it. Um, well, I've got the number twenty three tattooed on my arm for a reason. Um, the day, the day, it's a synchronistic number. People that are very closed minded are just gonna think I'm a fucking lunatic. That's their choice. Um, anyone else who's open to it, who's seen things like 11-11, make a wish or sin, yeah, 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 yeah. numbers, all that kind of stuff will be a bit more on board. Um, so what happened was um, I started getting into meditation. Um, this was after some uh, an ayahuasca experience. Ayahuasca is... Have oh, you had ayahuasca? Yeah, yeah. I had ayahuasca. So I went and had this uh, potion that's... Tell me about uh, that experience, the ayahuasca experience. Okay. Where did you go... Um, it was a guy who was um, trained by the Peruvian. Yeah. Because um, that's where it comes from, doesn't it? Yes. It's, Peru- it's, it's this, I can't remember exactly, but yeah. it's a vine from somewhere in the Amazonian forest and then another ingredient miles away. So, And it's believed that the, the Mother Earth, nature, communicated to these native tribesmen and yeah. shamans um, on how to create this concoction called ayahuasca which makes you release huge amounts of dmt dmt is released from the pineal gland um, often referred to as the third eye and uh, when you release huge amounts of this you are able to uh, leave the physical body now is that is that because um somebody told me that your body releases DMT when you die. Mm-hmm. Is that right. right? Yes. I don't know anything about it, me, yeah, mate. Yeah, Someone yeah. just give me bits and bats, so, so I am interested in that, to be honest. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you everything that I know about it, and, and but also I believe it, having experienced it. So when you die, you release a huge amount of DMT, which uh, basically allows the soul, spirit, to detach from the physical body. Um so this is when, if you entertain that idea, it makes a lot of sense and why people talk about near-death experiences when they actually left the physical body and they were looking around the room and there's endless accounts of people testifying how they were listening to what the doctor was telling the wife as the husband's laying there in a vegetative state, you know, and able to repeat the words to their astonishment and all this kind of stuff. And there's endless accounts of doctors saying how, you know, uh, um, when individuals being operated on, where they've been brought back to life, they could ac- account for all the details of what took place. So, so yeah, so it kind of makes sense. And um, so when you die, you release DMT, and if you fully detach and the body's gone, the spirit returns to heaven, higher dimensions, alternate realities, whatever you want to call it. Um, so when you have ayahuasca and... You, you, you leave the physical realm or the vast majority of your energy field, spirit, soul, source, whatever you want to call it, leaves. Um, so 
In my XO, this shaman, trained shaman, was doing a tour of Europe. Now, this is interesting. So I went to see a clairvoyant. And this clairvoyant is world-renowned. People travel from all over the world to go to see her, and she's based in Cheadle. Right. Um, I've got a story to tell you about that. Right, okay. right, Because you told me to go and see her. Did you go and see her? But yeah, but I never told you the experience that oh, I had. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you now on that, all right? <laughs> we'll get, it's a bit of a tangent one, go this, on, right? Bit, so, yeah. to put around, so she's got quite a nice little garden, has right. she, at the front? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I went, I went to the front, um, I knocked on the door, and she opened the door. It's weird, this. Um... And as she opened the door, um, she was expe- I, I, She was exactly how we expected, mm. right? This is the weird bit. She looked very mistaky. Mm. So I sat at a table in the back, um, and the first thing I said to her was, oh, I like your green hair. It, it suits your mistake of being a... Well, she started laughing, right? And could not stop laughing, <laughs> right? Which made me laugh which in return made her laugh. I, honestly, mate, it's about 25 minutes we're in it. And then she stopped and then she started talking about, oh, I'm not from this planet and stuff. And it's like she could almost hear herself talking about it and then started laughing again. <laughs> so nothing was said. Mm. I passed my money over. <laughs> right? What? It was done. Honestly, I swear to God, she never told me anything. What? So I got to the front door... <laughs> Right, fucking dropped the mic on me. She went, I ain't got green hair. Boom, slammed the door. What? <laughs> wow, and that was it? That was it. How did you feel? Fucking weird as fuck. <laughs> I just, I didn't know to knock back on and say, look, can I have your money back up? I don't know what went on, wow. but it must have what I needed right then. Yeah, and I walked off and it was only recently that I, I looked at it and people with green auras, it has something to do with garden and spirituality and mm. like this organic thing. Yeah. I must have seen an aura yeah, on her yeah, hair. Yeah. But honestly, mate, so I would just like, me head will like. like the kind of person who has green hair. She's an I know, no. <laughs> She's like your grandma. But fucking hell. <laughs> laugh, mate. You know when you laugh? Yeah. That like you just you heal yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. maybe that's what I needed yeah, right yeah, then. We had just said that, yeah, weren't yeah, it? I thought, I forgot, I forgot wow, to tell you because yeah. I've not seen you for that long. Yeah, wow. That, that's. Possibly as strange as my experience. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I turn up and uh, many things, I won't talk about all the details, yeah, yeah. and she's she's amazing. If you're into uh, clairvoyance or you're open to yeah. that idea or you've been to see one, you know when, like an industry, there are charlatans, yeah, 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 yeah. people that are reading responses yeah. and try to gold information out of you. She's, yeah. not, she's not even looking at you. Yeah, 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 yeah. Time. She's just reading these cards and she's just... She yeah, she's a real very deal. matter of fact. Just goes bang, bang. Yeah. You know, she 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 knew that my father left me when I was nine years old. He was an alcoholic. I didn't know this at the time, but anyway, gets in touch with me on Facebook when I'm like 29. We thought he'd dead, but he's not. Gets in touch with me. It was about 18 months after this this had happened, and I've closed the door on him. You might be my dad, but nothing to do with you. He left my mum in the lurch. You know, I've no respect for that. Blah, blah, blah. As far as I'm concerned, you died a long time ago. Done. That's it. Um. So anyway, she was just so matter of, just to, to give you a, a, an example of what how good she was, she was just like, she goes, oh, you did the right thing closing the door on your dad because he's not changed and he's just getting in touch for money. So make peace with it and move on. And like, that's either unbelievably inaccurate like or that. accurate. And I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. you know, anyway, so she goes to me and she goes, 
you are going to go somewhere soon. And like, like you say, you can kind of see us, she's translating what's coming to us. You can kind of, you can just see her brain working, listening, and then repeats information. You're going to go to a, a place soon and it's a, it's, it's a stone circle. You're going to go to a stone circle. And when you go to this stone circle, oh, and she like, got, you can see the goosebumps oh, up her arms. Oh, you're going to have an experience. You're going to, you're going to know who you are, where you've come from, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, okay. And uh, I'm thinking to myself, Stone Circle. Yeah, I'm interested in that kind You're of You're pretty stuff. open to this stuff anyway. Yeah, I've exactly. been yeah, a long yeah. time. I was searching because yeah, yeah. it goes back to the number 23. Yeah. At this point, um, if I'm honest, if it weren't for other people being involved in this story and actually me saying this has happened or them witnessing the 23 thing around me, um, I probably thought I was fucking losing my marbles. I probably thought I was going insane. And I'm like, there were many times I was having conversations going, no, no, like... I bet insane people don't realise they're insane. So maybe I am insane and don't realise it. But I do normal things. I'm quite normal. Do people think I'm, you know, I was literally having those that, conversations. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, no, I'm not insane. I can't be. I'm fucking head yeah. screwed on. I'm all right. I don't do anything weird, do I? Anyway, yeah. so I'm having those conversations. So it was very timely. I needed this. I needed to hear it from her. Uh, and I'm, I'm back and forth because I'm remembering the time as we go. And, and she said, the first thing she sat me down, um, like she said to you, or said what you said first yeah, thing, yeah. You're not here for the usual things. This is going to be a weird read. And I was like, all right, why is that? I didn't actually know how why is that. I just needed something, yeah, yeah, needed yeah, something yeah, yeah. to say, you're not a fucking lunatic. And she was like, you're here with the numbers because of the synchronistic numbers you see and you want, you want to know what it's about. And I was like, yes. Oh, she went, okay, good. And I was like, oh, fucking hell. So anyway, so she was bang on the money. So back to the stone circle. She said, you're going to go to the stone circle. I have this experience. And it'll be in about 18 months time. Um, timelines can shift it, my understanding. So it was about two years later, um, Danny, who you know, yeah. um, getting my tattoo, this tattoo done. So yeah. I'm getting this tattoo done and I'm speaking to him about, you know, I want to do ayahuasca, da, 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 this, this, that and the other. He's like, oh yeah, I'm interested in that. Anyway, so I've left that with him. I've had my tattoo done that day. The next day, a girl comes into his tattoo studio and he's like, oh, what are you up to the weekend? She went, oh, I'm doing an ayahuasca. And he's like, no way, me and, me and my mate were tattooing yesterday, you know, want to do it, this, that, and the other. Is there any chance you can speak to him? I'm not short notice, but see if you could get us on it, and I'll speak to him anyway. So, she's asked the guy that's organised with this shaman to, to do the ayahuasca retreat, and um, he was like, message me, do you fancy it? She's going to ask this, that, and the other. Anyway, the guy that's organised it messages me and Danny, a little back and forth to make sure we're cool, whatever, check us out. Fine, we're on it, happy days. And it was in a cave. So we turned up on the Where? Saturday um, in Derbyshire, Matlock. Right. So, um, and, and he'd been doing it all over Europe, whether, and it's on the hush-hush because it's still kind of, is it illegal, is it not illegal? Right, yeah. You know, people aren't quite sure. Um, it is illegal, but, you know. What was it? Yeah, yeah, it's a weird one. We all produce it, all plants and animals produce it. Yeah, it's been made illegal. There's a, a lot of people believe there's a great uh, conspiracy behind it. It's to, because people that, go and have an ayahuasca experience or release DMT in some way, shape or form through the vapes or whatever, it makes them more spiritually enlightened and empowered and all this kind of stuff. That's the conspiracy. Right, I'm not right, going right. to make my own opinion yeah, yeah, on that. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. That's what a lot of people believe. Uh, and it kind of makes sense. So anyway, so we're going to this cave at the weekend. We turn up on the morning, the organiser comes up, me and Danny in the car together, and he goes, just so you know, guys, there's a slight change of plan because there's a couple more years I've got on the trip now. We're not doing it in a cave. We're going to a stone circle. And I was like, 
fuck, this is it. Like straight away I remembered what she'd said, you're gonna go to a stone circle. So I, I'm on kind of high alert now thinking, fuck, this is it, this is, you know, this is the day. So um, so we get there, everyone's putting the tents up and the stereotypical spiritual people are there, you know. That yeah, the been, woo-woos. Yeah, the woo-woos are there. And they're not really my crowd, to be perfectly honest. They're all right, aren't they? They're all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't dislike them, yeah. but they're just, it's just not my yeah, bag. Yeah. Um, although I agree with the vast majority of the things that they believe in, yeah. it's just, you know... We're different. Um, they're probably vegans for starters, and I'm not. Yeah, you know, yeah. We won't even get into that. Fucking <laughs> hell. So anyway, yeah. okay, uh, I'm ex-military. My tent's up in two minutes. They're all pissing around for hours <laughs> trying to put tents up. <laughs> but like, I should help out, but I don't want to get involved. And I'm just sat there, and the shaman's looking at me, and he's sat there staring at me. And, like, and, just, and then he comes over and goes, I have to watch you today. I was like, I went, I know. And he went, Good, just so you know, taps me on the shoulder and I'm like, well, it was that kind of tap before you're in for a wild ride. So, um, so anyway, I, I Did you have a massive spiritual, spiritual connection with that guy? Um, or was he just there to guide you? He was there to guide. And that's what a shaman does. A yeah. shaman, um, I don't know if it's what all shamans do, but this shaman, uh, um, whilst taking this ayahuasca experience, takes half the amount of the ayahuasca that you do so we can shift in and out. So we're still grounded or in the physical reality, yeah. but can kind of guide you. So we'd come up to you into your ears and speak and say certain things to bring you around. If it looks like you're, you know, you're in a dark place or just trying how to many help pe- you. How many people around this stone circle? Cir- you you're inside the stone circle or um, around it? The stone it. circle is like, it's just around, it's a massive area. So we're not, we're within it, but don't think we're in like a Stonehenge thing. We're in an area and the stones are plotted all around in quite a big space. Um, it's meant to be a sacred space. I can't remember the full backstory. Yeah. Lot, but there's a lot of stone circles and um, um, what do they call it? Those Neolithic stones that have been yeah, built yeah. a long time ago that have been put there. And you think, how has the fucking 10 tons of stone been put where it's put? What's the significance? All that kind of stuff. That What's going for your head at the time then? Are you scared? Are you apprehensive? What are you excited? Um, are you. Do you know what? If I had to do it again now, I'd be more scared because of what I experienced. Right. Because uh, it was a wild ride. Uh, 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 so then, no, excited. Right. I'm always excited by the unknown. So yeah. that always excites me. So I was excited by the unknown. So, um, so yeah, I'm quite excited about it because, you know, it was... One thing Carol said to me, she said, after this experience, you won't feel as lonely as you do inside anymore. Which, like, I started welling up that she even knew that. I was like, fucking hell, do you know that? Because mm. she was like, you play the game well. You, you, you're, 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 a, you're quite a popular person. A lot of people know you, but you don't have many friends. Be- and that's how you choose for it to be because you don't really fit in with the norms. You don't like how materialistic people are and how shallow they can be and how negative towards each other they can be. So you keep detached from it and this is why I don't have many friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how I've always liked you because you thought like that because you do think, you know, you've got very good emotional intelligence is Mm. probably the best way you're saying it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We've always talked about the 23 and you've always been dead open about stuff like that. Not many people... To no, think think like that. No, I, and I'm not. I genuinely, I'm not bothered what anyone thinks. Whether I told this story to someone and they sat there, and I can see the look on the face. They think I'm a fucking lunatic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's their choice. But at some point or other, you weren't okay with that. No, just because that was it. weren't what others. It was me. What I was thinking about me. I right. thought I was maybe a lunatic. Right. Um, and that's what I was worrying because I was like, fucking this. You know, this is. But like I say, uh, my girlfriend at the time, um, Kim. 
she was seeing these things like we'd go to the airport and we'd be flying from terminal 23 even the seat that she booked i was in seat 23 and all this and she's like this is freaking she was getting freaked out you know you've so got to be all right with it haven't you? yeah yeah and so, at that time because i didn't know what the fuck it was right yeah you know and just so this whole ayahuasca thing was try, a, a way of you helping you be all right with it yeah get, just getting some clarity on what it was because uh, I didn't have a clue and when you go and look the number up it's quite a significant number films have been a film's been yeah, made yeah, about yeah. it and people have made YouTube videos about it because it's quite a powerful number that's uh, if everything is energy everything is numbers these are kind of frequencies of yeah. expression and this expression of this frequency or the 23 frequency yeah. vibration seem to be moving through a lot of things a lot of things including like i don't know a male and female have 23 chromosomes to make a baby the earth spinning on an axis of 23 degrees there's all these kind of yeah, weird yeah, yeah, yeah. synchronicities with but this for number. some reason though it resonates with you a it lot because that doesn't happen to everybody no, does it, it it doesn't um there are people who are obsessed by the number but from my re- looking into it the 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 life wasn't being orchestrated by this number or it wasn't prevalent in so many things so to, to give you an example because people are thinking what the fuck am I on about um, for example when I bought my mum made me buy a house when I did my first operational tour in the military I went to Bosnia came back with a few grand in the bank because you can't spend your money I would have like any young lad would piss it up against the wall she made me invest in a house put it down deposit on a house get a house great idea and it really yeah. was and um, and this number this was when I was in about 19 years old, so this number thing isn't even yeah yeah not yeah, yeah. it up probably may be popping up, but you're it's not taking notice of it. it. When we started going back through the years, we started to realise it was involved in so many things. My regimental number added up to the number 23. The day I joined the military was on the 23rd of September 1996. When I left, it was on the 23rd of October. Um, Major events that happened on the 23rd. The house that I'm just speaking about was 23 Telford Street in Baron Furness. And when I sold it, I made 23 grand. I'm not, and it's like over 10 years later, if we traced everything back and seen all this number has just been popping up. So it weren't even that I had an affinity to it. I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah. It was just there in so, uh, so many key stages in my life and still pops up to this day. Um, so yeah, so, so, when I started, and I'll get to how I discovered the number shortly, so the ayahuasca experience. So you sat in a circle. Sat in a circle, they he's, put the tents up, we sat there, we're waiting for the evening now. He's yeah. already, the shaman has prepared the brew for a week and he has to be sat with it, giving it the intention and the energy into it and all that kind of stuff, you know, proper shaman that's doing it proper. Um, so anyway, so then everyone comes up one at a time, gets this like test tube thing like this. And they're told, you know, you have to do a bit of a fast and stuff and abstain from smoking and alcohol and uh, any kind of foods that could interfere with the absorption of the, 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 the um, ayahuasca. So I'm there ready to go. And um, it takes about 30 to 40 minutes to kick in. So everyone's got it now and everyone's took it. 10 minutes later, mine's kicking in. And I've even shouted to the shaman, Danny was somewhere right. And I started to like notice all of a sudden the ground started to disappear and I could see the roots of the trees and they're all in- interconnected. And I could see then where the branches end, the energy extended and all the trees were communicating to each other. And I'm like seeing all these weird geometric shapes and it's nighttime now because we're waiting until the um, sun's gone down and that it's nighttime and they put the fire out so it's dark and everything started to bright up and come to life. So I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, like Danny, and he's like looking at me and went, just had it it can't be kicking in yet and i'm like 
well it is and he was like oh god and i'm like so i said the shame i went should it have kicked in already and his, his help has gone no not yet i went well mine definitely has and then all of a sudden i start looking at my hands and they start to lose form so it's pure i could see the atoms and i'm like and I'm laughing like wow and he Danny turns around and his face has lost form and he goes what are you doing and it's just pure energy and I'm like Whoa. so I'm tripping off the box and he's like so he's like all right. and then all of a sudden whatever he was saying next because I understand now as your vibration shifts so you're becoming less physical and becoming energy um, you, you haven't got eardrums to be able to decode the information anymore. So that now, as I'm shifting, and then he's just turning me to going, and I'm like, I can't understand the words he's saying now as I'm starting to shift. Then all of a sudden, everyone just disappears. And I'm sat in this throne, like, whoa. Now, the strangest thing about ayahuasca, and anyone who's took it will know exactly what I mean, is um, when you're, you're in a room, you're, you're constantly on a subconscious level asking questions, you know, do I want this, do I want that, I'm sat down, and, you know, all these things. When you're in this space, you know the answers to everything without asking a question. It's very, very difficult to get you around that. So what I mean, when I was in this place, I didn't, it wasn't like, where the fuck am I? I knew I was at the beginning of time. I just knew that's where I was. So I'm at the beginning of time where there's no end, no beginning, infinite space. And I just know that that's where I am. And then this being of light appears. And as this being of light appears, again, I'm not like, who are you? I looked at them and go, you've been there always and forever. So I know this energy. Didn't have a name or anything, but I just knew it. And although they didn't have a physical face and I, 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 w I couldn't see myself because I'm, I'm me, but I, I was pretty formless, I was just energy. So as I'm looking, we're kind of making eye contact without having eyeballs. Yeah. It makes no sense, but whatever. I'm smiling and they're smiling back and we're like, I know you. And we're like, it's kind of like a, with no words said, Welcome back, right, are you ready for this and all this? Yeah. Da, 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 da. So anyway, so my first experience was, um, so I'm waiting, I'm like, okay, I'm ready in life. So is that who's presenting himself? Is that going to be Ayahuasca who's presented himself? Or is that the being that's always kind of been there, your guide? A guide, a, gu a right. one of many guides. Because isn't Ayahuasca going to be Mother Ayahuasca? So I came across Mother oh, Ayahuasca right, right, towards on. the end of my right. journey. So at this point, no. Um, so this is a being of light. Um, referred to as maybe angels, spirits, guides, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call them. They've got different names throughout the times. So this being a light is basically reassuring me, you know, are you ready for this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So anyway, I'm waiting, we're just looking, I'm like, I'm and I'm kind of, it's almost like, I'm like, come on then. And then also I'm like, what's that? And I look down and the blackness of the floor, which is infinite space, is moving up me. And it's funny, have you seen the film Lucy? That black, have you seen the film Lucy? Is that the, um, is it Scarlett Johansson? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. black stuff. Right, yeah, shoot. yeah, yeah, it was yeah. that, so this is years before, so I didn't get it from that, because, yeah. you know, this Lucy was recent. Yeah. But this blackness is moving up me, and as it's moving up me, and now it's gone over my hands and pinned me down, and I'm trapped, I know it's death, and as it's moving up me, I'm getting closer and closer to death, and I know the moment I'm consumed by it, I'm dead, and people would think, well, you know, you're in a dream state, what's it like a dream? And again, the words don't do this justice, but when you're in that, that, that reality, it's more real than real. Because when I was reflecting upon the earthly experiences, I was seeing that as a dream state. So when you're at this higher enlightened space, whatever you want to call it, higher dimensions, greater awareness, connection to everything and all things, it's more of a real experience than physical reality. You look at physical reality and see it 
in a completely different way. It's like a fucking speck of sand on a beach of an experience and that one human experience that we cherish so much amongst many other experiences that we're going to have. That's how you see it and feel and understand it to be. So as this blackness is moving up me and it's moving, I'm pleading for my life. And I mean like, like I would as a human, if a gun was at my head and I'm about to be shot dead, the, the same fear, if not intensified in there. I'm not, I don't want to die, I'm not ready, I'm ready. I'm pleading back and forth, back and forth. And all they kept saying was, relax, let go, relax, let go. Over and over and over again, back and forth felt like for an eternity. And I'm, it's coming up to here and literally as it gets there, and I'm there, I'm like screaming for my life, like this isn't everything that's now been consumed from there. I, I can't feel, it's, it's dead. It's coming up to there. And I, and I genuinely, genuinely just accepted death. Genuinely in that moment, and it's a weird feeling. It's peaceful. It's unbelievably peaceful. It's such a weird experience. I just went, right, fine. And I accepted it, my shoulders dropped, and I relaxed. And just as it did, it went, and the light came over the top of me, and pushed me down through. And as it came through, I appeared in this beautiful golden light everywhere. And in the distance, what people would refer to as heaven or another spiritual dimension or another reality was in the distance and I'm just there like, wow. And the being a light's next to me and I'm like, and I just look and go, I get it. So it sounds like a bizarre thing to say, but I don't have a fear of death now because that was the experience that I had. I let go, I faced death, um, I accepted it and it, you carry that experience with you. So. You know, people will go, well, it weren't real, it might be a dream state, whatever, it doesn't matter. That was real to me, as real as if, you know, like I say, you held a gun to my head and made me fear for my life and then went about my merry way. It's as, just as real, if not more so. So that was my first experience. So I'm like, so kind of in a jokey, laughing way, I was like, right, well, what's next? I'm ready for anything. So, um, so the next experience is where things get really fucking wacky. So we're flying through space, and this is quite a common thing people experience on ayahuasca, to whatever, where, whatever the destination is. I'm flying through time and um, going past all the planets. I can see them. I could even, like, I knew them as I went past them. Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, and beyond. And I'm all, oh, fucking really picking up some speed now. And all of a sudden I appear at this planet. Now, the interesting thing is, um, what Carol said to me, I think I just mentioned this before or not, she said to me, you'll go to a place where you know exactly where you're from and who you are and that feeling you've always carried inside of not belonging here, why am I here? Uh, like, and she described it as almost like an orphan on this planet, even though I've got parents and family, you feel like an orphan on this planet, that's gonna go. So I end up on this planet and again, I'm not like, where am I? I know where I am and I knew everything about the planet. I, I, I knew that within the, the, the planet, within it is where the life is flowing rivers, it's got a centralized core, which is like the sun, but inside it, it generates all the heat. The gravitational pull comes from the outside to the inwards to pull you to the inner crusts of it. And it's a huge planet, way bigger than Earth. So I, I know all this stuff uh, about this place. And I'm just there, but I'm on the outer surface and this tall blue being, he just stood there smiling at me and I'm smiling. And I'm just like this, I'm home and I'm crying like, cause I feel so emotional, I'm like, I'm home, I'm home. And um, people have told me that I've spoke to in the past, that I've told their experience with they're like, you were speaking to the yellow hymn. They're, 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 they're like spoken about in many scriptures. And when I've gone and looked into them, these tall blue beings. The what? The yellow hymn. They spoke Never about heard of the them. Bible. 
Um, they're spoken about in many scriptures. Um, they're considered very advanced along the billions of years advanced in terms of their development. Uh, there is, they're at the point of physical development that's, that's still physical form before energy. So they're, they're a very advanced race of beings. So anyway, and they're just, and the conversation was along the lines of, um, no, we're constantly watching over you. Know why you are there. You, are, you signed up for this. You agreed to go there. This is where you belong. Do, 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 and all this kind of, and I'm like crying my eyes out, like just the feeling of like, oh, this is home, oh, you know. And I was like, I don't want to go. And like, you got to, you, you, you know, you, you're there for that. You're there for this experience and a reason. You signed up for this. We're behind you all the way. Although you can't see us, know that we're watching you every day, every step of the way. So I'm like, okay. So anyway, so I leave. Um, there was a bit more to it, but anyway, so I leave. So then Mother Ayahuasca comes up. So anyway, so the next phase, I'm, I'm flying along and poof, everything disappears and I'm like, poof. and I'm in a chair again with vines wrapped around my arms, holding me in. One vine around my neck, holding me. And it, uh, people have similarish experiences. Uh, quite, it can be quite intense with Mother Ayahuasca. She kind of like shows you who you are, makes you think and reflect on things, but really like brutal, like scary. So I'm in this, it's dark, it's like the it's like the under earth and around there was all these like tribesmen. You could just see them all almost all identical bang boom 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 and the music playing is dead loud, it's getting loud and like fuck and then in the background you see snakes passing through the trees and they stop and look at me and I'm like, whoa and then all of a sudden just from the back this mother white Oscar comes and she she's a very she she's just so powerful. She's all green and it's weird. She she's She's kind of like black African, but she's green. So she looks like a black African woman and she speaks with an African tone. And a lot of people have said the same thing. Really? Speaks with the same tone. I'm not looked into this because I didn't want um, knowing any, hypnosis yeah, yeah. and knowing the power of the mind. I didn't want any seeds to be planted. Yeah. So I've not looked into any of this prior because I didn't want any of my experience to be... Influenced by... Or yeah, even yeah. for me to be able to go, oh, it's because I've seen that. That's yeah, why yeah, I thought yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I had no, you know, uh, and I've made that clear to myself from day one. When I yeah. do ayahuasca, I'm not going to listen to people's experiences because I don't want it to sway mine whatsoever. So I'd know, uh, I'd heard of Muru Ayahuasca but not looked into it. And after I looked into it, people have had very similar experiences. So she's there and she's screaming all sorts in my face as the drums are getting louder and I've got to admit certain things and she's like, duh, 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 why are you doing it? And most of it was along the lines of ego. And when I look back, and it's it's so funny, I seen someone post about this and it seemed it, it seems like nothing, but it, it was it was uh, it made a it showed me who I was pretending to be many years ago. So on Facebook, when you know when you get like posts from like eight years ago and stuff, yeah, yeah. some of the things you've written, the statuses that yeah. I look at them. Yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. Such ego. I've got a few of them. Such attention seeking. Such post just trying to prove I'm the man, Uh, that I'm an alpha or whatever. Just I'm like, fuck me. And this was what it was. She was like, going, "You're a liar. Why you lying? Screaming in my face." And then Danny said, because this was towards the experience, so I'm becoming a bit more connected to my physical body at this point. Because before that, I'm like, I'm gone. Right. Out for four hours, four and a half hours. And he said, all of a sudden, I'm like, going, ah, no, I'm a liar. I know I am. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I need them. That's it. I'm done. And I'm like saying all these things because I'm starting to come around a bit. She's screaming in my face because it was the last experience. And she basically made me see who I was, which wasn't me. 
man, why are you this? Why are you And I'm just like, and just screaming back and forth in the face until I started shouting back at her, going, I am who I am, and all this kind of stuff. And as I was saying it, and all of a sudden she's like saying it more and more, and I'm like, she's like, in my face, let it out, let it out. And all of a sudden, I'm like, purging. So you, this is a big experience with ayahuasca. What? Pur- purge. It's, I weren't being sick sick because there was nothing really in me other than the ayahuasca and it's been absorbed. But you just go through the motions of purging like, like that. And so you're retching. Yeah, you're retching. But a lot of people do and a lot of people retch. Like it's, it's part of the healing, I suppose, and letting go of breaking down the ego. Whatever it is you're there to do and experience, whether Ooh. you know it or not, that's what takes place. Um, so yeah, so I'm there purging and purging and she's screaming in my ears, get it out, that's not you, you're this and da, 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 all this kind of stuff. So yeah, so I'm purging then, all of a sudden I start coming around then, boom, I'm, I'm there, uh, I'm back with a group and they've all finished, like they've, they've been finished about an hour or so before me and I'm like, oh, what? Now check this out, it's fucking weird. So, um, so we're all sat there and everyone's kind of chilling out and I'm still coming around and all of a sudden this bright light appears on me almost like a fucking spotlight and I'm like, and all of a sudden, the next thing I remember, I'm stood up with my hand out like this, pointing at the person next to me. Uh, I won't say name, I remember her name. I'm pointing at her like this, don't know if I'm Adam, right? And I've come round and everyone's going, why did you say that? Why did you say that? And she's there, crying her eyes out. And they're like, oh, and Danny's got over my arm, like sit down, sit down. Like, What's going on, mate? And went, just sit down, sit down. And I'm sat down like, what happened? Went, I'll speak to you in a minute. It was dead awkward, man. And she's, oh, and there's people around there, and people are like, why did you say that to her? I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So anyway, what happened is all of a sudden, a few of them have told me this afterwards. Um, Just come back, f- fold to the mic a bit. Oh, sorry. Go on, go on. So, so anyway, so I've shot up. I don't remember this bit. I blanked out. Turned to her and started ripping her apart. You need to stop hiding from your responsibilities. You pretend to care about people when actually you don't. It's just um, so you don't actually uh, um, address your own problems and start going in on it. I don't know if Madam, and she's not shared any information at this point. So I'm absolutely ripping it to pieces. And then all of a sudden, I've like come round. Um, anyway, so they're all like, why are you saying that? And you're like, she's crying her eyes out. She came up to me later on saying, I don't know who sent that message. I've got a good idea, but thank you because you're absolutely right. Everything that was spoken, she said, so please don't feel bad. Um, I was crying because it's the truth and I needed to hear it, so thank you. And I'm like, I wanna say it's okay, but I don't know what I said. She was like, I got the message and for some reason you were used to, to give me the message, so thank you. And this is why I'm actually here. I was like, ah, what? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So, but you know, I have no recollection of that. It's just what Danny and that told me. I was there just like, they said I was dead dazed and kind of coming around, but then all of a sudden, the way I stood up in the authority and turned, my, my eyes were like, oh, yo, blah, 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 blah. and then when I finished the message, I was kind of like docile again, like, oh, what's going on? Like you were open that somebody was using you as a channel or something? That's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. That felt like somebody that needed to convey that message to her was oh, fired into me. All I remember is light coming in and then this light disappearing, and next thing I'm stood up with my hands out and like, fuck's going on here and Danny's pulling on my arm sitting down and everyone's like what have you done I'm like what so yeah it was like I'd been channeled did you see that post I put on the other day about Ikigai no um, about um, it's um, it's from Okinawa um, and it means what your purpose in life is what's your Ikigai mm. and it's pretty much I help people kind of sort of brand up their Ikigai mm. what would you say yours was because I, I feel like when, when I talk to you, mate, you're more susceptible to things than mm. a lot of other people. Mm. Like that, you're out for a lot longer than everybody else. Yeah. 
some something's kind of saying, look, you're on this planet mm. to do something, Paul. Yeah. You don't belong here, mate, but yeah, you're yeah, here yeah. for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is what do you think your Ricky guy is? Um at this moment in time, um, to carry on helping people, guiding them, empowering them, especially it seems a lot of females yeah. is what I, I attract in my yeah. PT business. Yeah, yeah. And even my PT team, out of the six PTs, four of them are females, yeah. helping them build clients. Two of them have come to me, no clients, helping them build up. So it seems that that's um, my path at the moment. Um, and it's going to keep expanding. Um, but what I'm compelled and drawn towards is attaining such financial wealth that I'm able to do things like, for example, there's an army camp I've got my own that's been out of commission for a long time, and I am, it's in North Wales, and I know it's for sale for very cheap because the company that bought it, they had permission to knock it down mm-hmm. and build um, buildings on it, uh, um, housing estates and all this. Yeah. And then it got turned around that they couldn't because something happened with the local gas terminal or something. Um, anyway, I've got my eye on that. And what I want to do with that is just one of one of a few things that I want to do. I want to turn that into a place that becomes self-funded where the private children, children from kind of like my background, you know, the, the council estate kids um, that have got potential, but because they don't have the... A good role models. Or, or good role yeah, models yeah, in yeah. place. I want this army base to be a summer camp where for four, six weeks, these kids come, they'll learn Reiki, they'll learn meditation, they'll learn discipline, they'll learn a sport, they'll learn how to um, agriculture, they'll learn how to plant food, make food, cook, basic stuff. Yeah. And I want it to have such a reputation that, um, like a city and guilds almost, but it becomes such a well-known um, yeah. thing for, for, for young the youth. Um, if they've attended it and they've stayed the full course and got the certificate an employer would look at them and go I know what you're made of I know you've got discipline I know you've got morals I know you're made of strong stuff that's good that, and, and, and that's my vision so I feel and I'm the kind of guy that uh, when I've achieved that I'll be looking at something else yeah, then yeah, as yeah, well yeah. But right now, everything that but I do... But it's all on the same lines of yeah. helping people. Yeah, 100%. Empowering people. Yeah. Empowering people. And, and, and empowering people that wouldn't get an opportunity, I suppose, I think, yeah. is, is where I'm going with it. And uh, everything, including my next gym, so it, it's sooner than I anticipated, which is great, but I'm going to yeah. be opening, moving the gym that I'm at now to a big facility to take on more personal trainers and, and everything is good. Is that what you've got already? Yeah, it's great, but um, I'm, I'm pretty much maxed out with personal trainers yeah. and with all the PTs that I've interviewed and turned away for, for reasons like, you know, this isn't the right space for you just yet and give them some guidance on mm-hmm. what they need to do. Come back in 12 months maybe. I've not got the space for them now. How so. do you take a personal trainer on? What are you are you looking for certain virtues in that person? Are 100%. you percent? Yeah, yeah. That do you know what? Uh, and you'll know this about me anyway. Um I like to sit and have an informal chat and get a feel for them. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty good at feeling people out and, and knowing what they're about. And energy yeah. to me is important. So there are some personal trainers that ticked all the boxes from a uh, certification perspective. We're even going to bring clients along so there wouldn't be an issue in terms of paying rent. And I know financially there would be a sound bet for me. However, for my environment and the energy and the, and 
the team that I want and the brand that you create, yeah, yeah. That, you know, that is, you know, next level isn't just get people in shape. It's all the PTs I've got, the relationship to build with the clients yeah. are phenomenal, the yeah. friends and clients. And that's what I want in every personal trainer that comes, not just someone who's known as a bit of a beast master or gets great <laughs> results because they've got a, an array of before and afters of shredded people. Yeah. I don't want that because more often than not, those ones that are constantly banging the drum of look at my before and afters, um, that are very, very self-promoting and not promoting their client, uh, uh, like a message rather, or, or an ethos, they can be quite egotistical, mm. They can be, and they'll just disrupt the energy of it, to be honest. So there was many of those individuals that I turned away because I was like, you don't fit. And then two of the girls that I took on were no clients. So from my financial perspective, wouldn't have been a sound move, but I knew they'd make it. I knew when I start throwing them a few clients because of how they carry themselves, the way they, yeah. just just what I got back from them. I know cho- well. You've chosen them because they fit your brand yeah, exactly. and what your 100%. brand stands for. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and, that, and that, was, yeah. that was the most important thing that they'll get to the point where they are financially secure and pay me the rent and and they'll t- testify to this with especially the two girls that I took on. I wasn't taking any money off them whatsoever until we got to a point where I knew they were making enough money to be able to pay the rent. Oh, um, which in one of the instances, not because she was poor, uh, um, a poor quality PT, but because she didn't have much of a reputation in the area. And um, she, she's, not, she's from Bolton actually, and she's not from the neck of the woods been with the company for a few months and I'm like, she's like, oh, when do you want rent? Don't worry about that yet. Get your clients built up. Not took a penny off her and she'll testify to that. And I don't want a PT and this is in, in a lot of corporate gyms and that do this kind of thing where yeah. PT's in right from the offset, boom, there's an 800 quid a month. Yeah. But straight away their focus is on fucking rent, 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 yeah, rent. Yeah, I'm not yeah. going to make rent, not going to make, they get stressed out. Don't look after the... Don't, yeah, yeah, they're not yeah. Look, the product then, the quality of the sessions and yeah. all this, it's just the focus has shifted to rent. How am I going to get rent? And then they start to do desperate things and then they're not the person that's... Yeah. Every the single pretend- pulse turns into a call exactly. to action yeah, at the end yeah, with, exactly. here's my phone number, it's, ring me because exactly. I can make you lose. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. And, I, and I make it clear from day, day, day one with the PTs that I've took on, I'm not driven by money. I'm really not. I'm driven by this brand representing something because I know where it's going to go because in the next gym, when I have a team of 10, 12 PTs that are all different in their styles of doing things but all with the same goal of a community fitness Very cool. right. um, looking after each other yeah, yeah. team players no dog eat dog it, it's you see that in so many gyms it becomes so dog eat dog that PTs yeah. they start to bitch about yeah, each other yeah, slag yeah, each other yeah, off yeah, yeah. and I've seen that and I don't enjoy that and that's not what I'm about so uh, I'm, I'm making sure that doesn't take place and if it did they'd either, I'd have a strong word with them and guide them the right way or they just wouldn't be part of the team anymore but they probably won't get through the door to be honest and none have yet and, yeah. uh, and they probably won't so and, that, and that, that's my vision for the brand so then when I've gone into this next gym where is the next gym going to be? Uh, it's in the same area so yeah. I'm glad you said it because it's not sale it's Altrincham right um, it's in Altrincham so it's just going to be it's going to be more equipped we've got quite a bit of money to throw at it so it's going to be Got all the bells and whistles, mm. so the PTs will be very happy where they are. Um, I charge the cheapest rent in the whole area because I don't want to exploit personal trainers. Um, uh, and yeah, and, and they're all happy. Uh, and that's what I want to create. And when that's done, and I'm like, right, that's my home. That's my PT, gym, facility, got my team, happy days. Boom, then the next project, that, that army camp. And I want that to be up and running by within the next five years. That's the vision. So. Who knows from there? 
I know I'll move on to other things and start looking at other stuff, but that's the goal that I, I want. This this country needs something where these young kids that want to do well but mm. get forgotten about because they can't afford to go to universities yeah. and um, because there's no apprenticeships yeah. anymore. And he's uh, tough, mate. Because I, I like again, I just. I, too many people want to be fucking models and nobody wants to be role models. <laughs> Correct. Uh, and and, and he, do, he, he does, yeah, yeah. he does me editing and I'm just yeah. like, look, you know, he just like, start putting value out there as you yeah, stop what's yeah, yeah. it and this is what you're all about. It's what I'm all about. Mm. We just need to sort of spread yeah. this message. I love everything that your brand's about, mate. Mm. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 and it's such a, because, you know, you've got to look after people up there. They're at such a vulnerable point and with the, you know, with the wrong advice. Fucking yeah, hell. And the, my industry is full of it. Yeah. Full of, poor advice yeah uh, and there's many charlatans in the industry but i don't focus on that it, it's that is what it is yeah hey ho and there will be in your industry and most industries so yeah. you know I, I i don't like that to put me off to turn me or even it's slightly disappointing but i can't focus on that just got to do what the, i can do yeah with the team that i've got you've got to do your bit yeah exactly. and that's that's and that, exactly and that's what, what i, I do and that, yeah. that's me doing my bit and i'm not doing it to score any karmic points I genuinely enjoy it. So when I take the girls away, um, I've told them this morning, um, the next trip to the mountain we're going to conquer. Every year I take them up a mountain. Oh, that's it. So, you know, a big group of them. There's always a good 30, 40 yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's great banter. And to some of them that have never been up a mountain before, you know, it's massive to Liberating. them. Liberating. And, and, and they love it. And we've been canoeing, go ape, all kinds. Now I have to do things also to, to make sure I can fund my vision. So I'll do retreats. And I'm flogging myself as a personal trainer, and I want yeah. the next gym. So I've got 12 PTs, yeah. and I'm making money. But yeah. I want to make money for the next vision, you know, for the next thing to be able to uh, um, to develop. So, so yeah, so that's where we're going. We digressed, didn't we? It's fine, mate. Good. The, so, how, how do people, um, if they wanted to know about Next Level, where can they find you? Um, just go on my go on my Instagram page, Paul Boys Dash Next Level. I'll bring it up, mate, on the video. So cool, perfect. And then um, Next Level Personal Training yeah. is in Altrincham. And you're doing retreats as well. I'm doing retreats as well. So if you get in touch with me, uh, if you go on my personal Instagram page, I'm having uh, um, one created at the moment, um, a, a Next Level Retreats um, Instagram page and all that stuff. Yeah. So that's being done now. But cool. if they just go and look at mine, you'll see in my you know the highlights reel. You'll see what my retreat is about. It shows all the pictures and videos and gives you a snippet of insight into what was that that was about. I've got two retreats this year. One in June, which is in Portugal. Yeah. Um, that's going to be in such a beautiful place. It's up in the hills of Portugal. It's got its own private lake, so we're going to go canoeing and such like. Um, it, it, we do yoga twice a day, Pilates, guided meditations, uh, and... and workshops where I'm talking about different things, spiritual, but not in the, what did you call it? Woo-woo woo, 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 sort yeah. of way. Real yeah. life spiritual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because when I say real life spiritual, I'm not trying yeah, to I was Yeah, th I was thinking about this the other day about like Buddha and spiritualism. And I feel if Buddha was here today, like he said, look, do it your way, the way you are done. This is, yeah. you know, keep the traditional sense, but it doesn't need to be doesn't like have to that. be woo-woo. Yeah. You, don't have to you do watch right feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I've, I've put a post not so, not so long ago, and I was speaking about it. A truly spiritual person is just someone who wants to see self-development and growth, do good and be as good as he can be, but by no means nowhere near perfect, and you'll make mistakes, and you'll even do some things that, you, that disappoints yourself 
uh, that, that doesn't rest easy with your conscience. But as long as you recognize that and try and rectify that, that's a spiritual person. It's not how many times you turn up to yoga. It's not how many times you've been to Bali or India or anything like that. Mm. It's, it's good people wanting to do good things. And if you can, try and contribute in some way, shape or form, even if it's just a little act. That's a spiritual person. End of conversation. Everything else, all those bells and whistles. Mm. It's largely bullshit. But then also, if that helps you become a better person, mm. do it. So if going to gong baths helps you relax and become a better person, releases you of stress and makes you less hostile to your family and partners, go and do that, you know, meditation, whatever. Um, so yeah, it, it's, and speaking about a Buddha, a Gandhi or whoever, um, a lot of the, it's a lot of these spiritual gurus that call themselves gurus or call themselves highly enlightened and stuff more often than not are very detached from reality uh, and what i mean by that is that they live a life of maybe riding around on a bicycle i'm, I'm like kicking the ass out of the stereo i get i get right? this man i get this yeah. so i was riding, talking about this the other yeah, so day riding around on yeah. a bicycle with the dreadlocks you know going to yoga and sat other yeah and all these pe people that think then that that's what a spiritual person is is going to fall way short of that. Yeah. And it's not that because a lot of these individuals very often, and I know this because of the area that I live in, yeah. you know, Charlton, Hale and yeah, yeah. affluent yeah. where people have got residual income yeah. that are being looked after. Mm. And it tends to be quite a lot of relatively wealthy people or children of wealthy families that are considered these spiritual gurus that actually can afford to, ride around on a bicycle, not really have a proper nine to five job, not really have to look after three children on the bread line and, you know, detached from the real world, the yeah, working yeah. class. I agree, mate. Do you know totally, what I mean? Totally so, agree. And totally so then agree. you've got these working class people that are wanting yeah. to better themselves or become mm. more spiritual, but by their definition, and it's fucking miles away it, it, it's not it's unachievable it's unachievable but then also i would say you wouldn't want to achieve that because if you go and become more of that individual which suits them and where they are if you become more of that and apply it into your real world it's not going to suit it's not going to work no. so uh, yeah i think people need to stop thinking hold i suppose stop holding in such high regard yeah. a lot of these sorts of posts and there are some good ones out there you know so yeah you have to generalize to, to, to paint a picture sometimes okay? yeah. it's not all um, uh, 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 given the intentions of trying to mislead or they're genuinely from their perspective feel like they're giving great advice yeah. however more often than not it's not applicable uh, uh, and so and I did, mate, I'm like 100 percent with you on that. And I've said, if you want to see, if you want to really look up to a truly spiritual person, look in whatever field it is that you want to achieve success, whatever by definition you decide, yeah. entrepreneur, property, whatever business, whatever it is, nail yeah. technician, whatever. Yeah. Look up to the person that's in your field or <laughs> close to it. Yeah, that's a good person that does good things and contributes. That's the spiritual person you should be looking up to. 
And more often than not, those individuals are not calling themselves spiritual people or spiritual gurus. Or an entrepreneur or, or a an life coach or anything. Or anything. They're just yeah. doing it. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And, and they're the true spiritual people. In yeah, I'm all over that, mate. Mm. It's just like, you know, I've got a certain lifestyle and, you know, about maybe a few years ago, I got, um, I watched one of Wim Hof's thing and I've now introduced, I get up a, an hour early mm. and introduce the sort of holotropic breathing in the morning, yeah, which yeah. has changed my life. Oh, it's massive, isn't it? But I can't do that all the time and I can't live his life lifestyle but what yeah. I can do is take that piece of information right. and apply it into my day to day and that's what it's about yeah yeah and that's what it's about Wim Hof's a cool guy I like yeah I, I, I like him a lot yeah, I, I love everything that he's about I do, I, do his, I do the Wim Hof breathing techniques I teach him oh, on the retreat oh, right, sick. to take away with them oh, right, so right, smart. yeah it's very, yeah, very massive you'll, you'll know yeah 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 is to shift it from that yeah I'm I tripping on some of them some of them like I trip out oh really yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. So I, I think um, I got to maybe about three minutes holding my breath once wow. at the end, and I was just like, at the end of it, I came out, I was just like, well, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> happened then. I don't know if I tapped into DMT or yeah. something like, but fuck it, yeah, it was, it's really powerful yeah, stuff. It is, it is. You're just connected, aren't you? You're yeah. more in tune. So are these the t- type of things that you're teaching people then? Have, have that person got to be open to it, or are you like kind of. Um, Oh, again, just so kind of relative to what we just spoke about, you gauge your audience. Yeah. So some people are turning up to me and they just want a nice looking ass and yeah. some apps. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing is wrong it? with that. Yeah. So I'll help them achieve that. Happy days. Yeah. Some people are coming to me because um, they, they want some counsel, a confidant, yeah. someone to, who, who's not going to judge but just give honest, raw advice what they need to hear yeah and some people are coming for that whether they know it or not sometimes or well they just come in and getting the stuff together but in actual fact i recognize where the true work needs to be done is in how they perceive themselves their self-worth the the conversations they're having with themselves in their own mind you, you can you start to become fine-tuned and recognize who needs what when the, you know when you start to take them on so everyone comes in the guy see that's your, your that's your gift that isn't it i think so yeah yeah because uh, not many people can do that no, um, I don't. Have I always been able to do it? I don't know. I can't remember. It's not that you've not recognised it. Maybe you have had always had I think it. I've, yeah, maybe. I think it's something I'm most definitely honed in. And certainly after ayahuasca and a lot of experiences like this, it's become um, much more of a honing gift. And especially after becoming a Reiki master, I can just read energy like oh, so easy, so easy to the point where. I can freak some people out and sit down with them and stuff and just go, and if I tap in, I'll be able to go, boom, boom, boom. Almost like, not like a clairvoyant, but almost like, well, this is why you're this, this is why you're that. And they've not told me much. I'm like, what the fuck? And it's, so you, you, you tune these skills in, but I think anybody, almost anybody can do that to a degree. Do you think, or do you think, I, I don't think that. It do does. you actually realise, it could sound really weird, how powerful you are as a person? Um, it's like, and we had a conversation with my best mate about this. About look, it's not the fact that I look at people and go, look, I'm better than you, oh, but, I don't, but I do look at other people and say, look, I'm more powerful than you, mm. right? Um, and I don't mean that in an I ego sense or yeah, anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think deeper than you. Yeah. I've got more empathy for other people. I'm more kinder. I've just got this more powerful way of thinking about things. Yeah. Do you ever think like that? Um, I. Th- it's hard because I struggle with my ego like you, yeah. right? And I'm when I say that, my ego oh, kind of goes, look, I'm, no, but no, I'm no, not no, saying no, it no. like that. Yeah, I'm well, saying it like... Well, I understand what you're saying, and yeah. by no means I know that's not coming from ego. That's yeah. you being very honest, yeah, yeah. saying the truth. Yeah. Uh, uh, not enough people do that. Um, yeah, I understand what you're saying. Can anyone, can, I, can anyone become 
that level, no, but everyone has the potential to go and search deeper to, or to have an experience that shifts them from the, 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 the closed-minded, shut-off, thinking life is just about getting through the day and going on holiday. And I'm not judging that either because some people are just happy with that and that's fine. Yeah. But some people just think on a much deeper level, emotional intelligence are more spiritually connected, more open, have had experiences happen to them that people would either think dismiss or or it just it wouldn't happen to them. But I also believe it's because of where they are in whatever their journey is meant to be here on this earth by their their own soul choosing or whatever you want to call it. Um, they're here to experience what they need to experience. But if they had an ayahuasca awakening or something like this, could it steer them on a completely different path? Yes, I think everyone's got the potential for that to happen. But I suppose I'm not being quite as honest as what you just were. Yeah. No, no is the answer. If I'm truly honest, I'm trying to... Because I don't want to then someone go, oh, well, I can never be that. Can. If you think it, if you think you can be, you can be. If you think you can't be, you probably can't be. It's as simple as that. Yeah, it's choices, isn't it? Yeah, you exactly. choose it's anything. Exactly. You don't, so, yeah, I think choices define your character. Yeah, 100%. And you can choose who you yeah, want to be. You're always, you're always at point of choice. You're always at point of yeah. choice, point of choice. And some people will just choose repetition saying repeat yeah. repeat repeat some people don't they choose something else or they choose something that's going to develop them something that's going to push them an experience they look for other things a deeper meaning and all yeah. these kinds of so those people and there are those people but i don't want to sound like i'm saying you people have got fucking no chance because some of them might and actually if i look back to my 18 year old self although i still was very different and felt different yeah who i was then and who i am now is very different so maybe me looking back at that email thinking, fucking what a bell in the ears, you know? And I would have thought that, oh, a bit egotistical, that guy, just, he's got a point to prove. I don't know where that comes from, you know, broken family background, yeah, 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 so yeah. try to be the man, yeah, yeah. rather than just For acceptance and all, you yeah. must be doing well it, and all yeah, this, exactly, yeah, exactly. fitting in yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 so all, that, so all that's gone. So yeah, I, yeah, I understand what you're saying. That, yeah, it's funny, and I was having this conversation um, with one of my clients the other day, because we were on about how siblings can be so different. And I was trying to explain to her, she was like, how come I, she's on about two children, like, oh, one's a bit of a fucking nightmare and the other one's not. And I was like, well, and she was like, how can that be? Because I look at her and I went, well, I've got a twin brother and sister and, and, I've, and I know other twins and stuff. And how can two individuals that are often, even, let's just say identical, because we judge things on physical, physical appearance, but Two, two siblings, whether they're twins or not, have been born very close to each other in 18 months apart or whatever, brought up in the same environment, with the same love care, same opportunities, same school, same school uniform and same school shoes and everything the same, be so different when you've had exactly almost the same experiences, but their perception of the experience or how they respond to an experience from a very, very, very young age be so different and that's because the soul that's actually inhib that's inhibited that physical body is different to the other soul so then you've got different souls turning up so if you have two souls in the same environment with all the same experiences that soul and its expression of past lives what it's brought into this world that it can't consciously recall but it influences its decisions. Its choices, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, so many souls are very different with many different gifts and abilities, uh, but then also I wouldn't ever want to deprive anyone who feels like, well, that's not me, I haven't got that gift, because you might, and you might find it when you're 50 years old, 
you might, you know, be doing what I perceive as the mundane and then 50 mm. have a fucking epiphany and like changes everything, which might have actually yeah. been part of the plan all along. Yeah. That individual, who knows, but... But that's, this is what I'm saying. It comes back to your sort of brand name, next level. I feel you can get to that level, right? Mm. And have this experience and be spiritual. But I feel what you do is next level. Yeah. I you know what I mean? Doing yeah. the Reiki, mate, and... St- you know what I mean? It's like that. It's got to be one in a million or something yeah. of people. Yeah. Do you think? Do you ever think that that you kind of? I mean, because I've, I've, you know, we've talked about the light bulbs and stuff like that, where the energy in the room and stuff like yeah, that, and, and yeah, 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 and stuff like that. And mm. for me, that's. Do you ever look at that and just think, I'm different than other yeah, people? Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyone that knows me that would say yeah. testify to that as well. I think. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, 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 yeah. I feel different. I know I'm different. Uh, uh, and I'm not your conventional personal trainer, am I? Yeah, I'm no, 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 a million percent. Master that's yeah, seasoned does things very differently. Um, so yeah, yeah, I feel very different, and I want um, I part of my vision for next level is to do to 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 try and change the industry a little bit, because uh, and I do want to, I genuinely want to, I I, I want personal trainers to come and work at my place. We're only in the early days, but I want personal trainers desperate to come to my place because they'll see how things I believe should be done. Less focus on how rich you can get a client so the before and after looks sick and you can self-promote and get your clients coming to you that are just so uh, insecure about the bodies and focused on you know getting a six pack and all that kind of stuff. It's the whole package uh, and the whole package uh, is what I refer to as a triad being. We are all triad beings, mind, body, and soul, mind, body, and spirit, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I certainly do this. And like I say, it depends on your audience once again, but I, I, I address all three elements. And you just know right from that, you know from the first session what, what we're going to be working on. So we're going to be exercising you and training you and getting you fit and stronger so your confidence and all that goes up. But also, I know from a spiritual perspective, we need to start working on things. We need to try and uh, give you a sense of purpose, perhaps. So then these are the conversations you have. So you're dropping in conversation. There's been some times in a session where we've only been 20 minutes in and doing exercise and in the next 40 minutes, they've not moved. They've been sat there. We've been going, ripping stuff apart. And... Um, over the years I'd actually like to look back and think how many have the amount of people that have changed either their jobs uh, um, from uh, Emily for example did you, have you ever met Emily? No, anyway, Emily so. was a, a quantity surveyor hated a job through back and forth then became a personal trainer and a very good one now loves what she does a solicitor I was speaking to at the time who just should never have been a solicitor but was because of her parents yeah, yeah. pushing her that way and her husband yeah. was a solicitor yeah. and expectations she hated we couldn't get anywhere with her body composition because she was so stressed out and unhappy and not doing what she needed to do and she ended up leaving a job like a salary was like a quarter of it from being a solicitor became a primary school teacher ended up so then she had to quit training with me because where she lived was... isn't it weird that you're doing this but you're oh. actually helping people yeah, find, yeah. find their Ricky guy oh, oh yeah 100% and that's what I love and yeah, that's why yeah. I want to do it on a big scale yeah, yeah. Uh, and and you know that's why this my vision of this military yeah. camp and those kids yeah. going to give them purpose give them a vision so yeah, they're working that, towards it uh, and 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 um, so then back to so then I seen her three years she had to give up PT because 
her, I was at LA Fitness in the city centre and she was in the block above me. She was like, how many minutes? Oh, I don't want to quit training. I went, no, this is it now, we're done. You've made the change, became a primary school teacher. I bumped into her three years later. Couldn't tell you how much younger she looked three years later. Smiling, it's just give me a big hug. She went, I can't thank you enough. I was like, oh, so buzzing to see you and all this. She's a primary school teacher and that's what she was destined to be. But others had swayed her. Um, because of their own expectations and their own influence of parents we've sent you at university it's about earning money it's about this it's about that and I was like you know it took a long time it took about 12 months of us back and forth and she just did it in the end right I'm brave enough you know I've given the confidence to go and do it told the husband and quit my job and he's like no they rowed she was like no this is what I'm going to do so anyway yeah and she's in a great place and she said because that's the that's the one thing where it came from I'll go back to the sicker guy thing it's just like in my mind at the minute that it was actually from Okinawa and Okinawa is the most places that uh, place that people have turned to a hundred because of the longevity there mm. now because what you saying about she looked younger and stuff because yeah, yeah. you've got that from the inside i think because of the happiness she actually lived longer and stuff 100 yeah. percent. everything's energy everything's yeah. energy if you are in an, in, a, in an environment mm. that is not suited to your vibration that you don't like you're around people that you don't like doing a job that you dislike and we spend so much of our time working how can anyone think that that's not going to quite literally be killing you you age quicker, you're dying off, your energy isn't as high, you're not fulfilled, mm. it's not your reason for being here, whatever. Um, and, and yeah, but then some people are made to be solicitors because they're motivated by money, whether we agree with that or not, it's irrelevant, yeah. but that's fine and they crack on and carry on, but she wasn't. Yeah. So um, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind looking back actually throughout the years, see how many people have sort of yeah, be, changed and yeah, done yeah, this, yeah, yeah. it's a lot, I can't even think, there'd be quite a lot. So, so yeah, so... Um, I wonder what you know the reason for you coming on mate is that you know I, I've always liked your outlook on life and you know from a personal training point of view and stuff like that you know me and you've trained together and mm. you know it's best personal training I've been training with right um, I just I see a lot of things coming up on Instagram and stuff like that and you know with before and afters and, and, and I need people to understand that think before you choose these people mm-hmm. and get as much information as you can before yeah. you choose that person because it's um there's a lot of shiters out there yeah big time the the i can't speak for many industries because i'm not experiencing them but it seems like in my industry the the charlatans the, it's the, easy to get into though isn't it the the thing is to become a personal trainer is very easy the entry level is low it needs to be raised, it needs to be massively raised, and it's not. And uh, so then it becomes a market that's massively saturated. Um, and it's a shame for, especially for some of the PTs that are very good at what they do, passionate about what they do, become well-read and experienced, and really want to make a go of it. With, with how many not so good personal trainers there are out there, these individuals are turning to these not good personal trainers, having an experience yeah, and going, uh, I'm not interested anymore. Yeah. And if they'd have been in the right hands, it would yeah. have maybe changed their lives. So it's, 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 it's quite damaging, actually. Fucking, the, damaging the, the, the thing is, I've got mixed emotions, right? Because they're not very good personal trainers, but fuck me, they're good digital marketers. And I'm like, holy <laughs> shit, that is such a good that. fucking idea, that. And I I'm just like, and think, fucking hell, I'm going, going to these guys. And then you got I know, I know. Stephen, like, podgy belly with that. I know, I know. I'm your trainer. It's like, 
you know, again, stereotyping, but, yeah. you know, it, it, yeah, there are, and that's the danger of social media, isn't it? I suppose my advice would be, because um, it's hard, especially for a lot of, let's just say, for example, now we've got the January gym goers. Yeah. Um, you've, you've probably signed up to a low budget commercial gym yeah. um, because you're not bothered that you'll pay an extra 20, 30 quid a month for a better quality gym. You just want to start exercising because that's the base level of their knowledge. Unfortunately, more often than not, there are some, there are some good trainers in these commercial gyms, but for every 10, there's one that's okay or good and they're fully booked and busy generally so then what you've got is these pe people that are investing money into a personal trainer that doesn't isn't really passionate about what they've done they've seen it as maybe a fallback or they've gone into it because maybe it's easy money they've heard they can get i don't know what they charge 20 th 25 30 pound an hour and thought no i'm having a piece of that yeah uh, and then yeah it's damaging because then these individuals that i've took on in the past and help the, the the solicitor become a primary school teacher it should have fell into the hands of someone else these are conversations she probably yeah. wouldn't have been having because they were just more talking about the triceps and yeah you know and all that kind of stuff so yeah it's um what can people do paul what what, what? so reputation is probably the most important thing so i would do some digging. Don't just buy into someone's social media because you'll know this yourself. If someone's got 10,000 followers, don't mean they know jack shit. Yeah. What it means is they've either bought the followers or, the or they've been posting a lot yeah, of yeah, selfies yeah. as their ass. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the truth. Yeah. Um, I'd also look at, get a feel for the individual. So get a feel for them. So for example, I tell all my PTs to do this and I, and I do it. Most of the time when you go on my story, you will see my clients busting a gut. Yeah. Hardly ever of me busting a gut. Yeah. Hardly ever any posts about me, 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 me. Never thought of that. Yeah. Right. And I yeah. don't yeah. because yeah. I'm not relatable. Yeah. I'm a ex-military, yeah. go to work, I train every day, I live in a gym, that's me. I'm not relatable to Barbara and Stephen who works nine to five. I'm not relatable. So the reason I post about my clients and post so much about them and how well they've done and putting my stories, them grafting, is because those then are going, oh yeah, that, you know, look at her, you know, and people that watch my stories and watch them consistently, they'll see the changes in the movement and the strength and how much fitter these people are coming. They're like, oh, that could be me because they're more relatable. So that's why I get my PTs to do it as well. Stop posting and you see so many personal trainers. So the ones, again, it's kind of like the false prophets again with the spiritual gurus. A lot of the personal trainers are fit pros um, that are held in such high regard with huge followings that are selling programs that are just standardized that they give for every individual more often than not are the charlatans um, but they're held in such high regard because they've got a massive following so i would say try and stay clear of that try and stay clear of these you being influenced by what someone's instagram looks like if they've got pictures of themselves loads of pictures of themselves lifting weights and looking ripped means they can train themselves pretty good doesn't mean they're necessarily going to be able to give you any sound advice or coach you um, and the personal trainers that in your area that have maybe got just two, three thousand followers, a thousand followers, whatever, even then don't let this define it. But I think it's a, a, a safer play. Um, these individuals have not spent lots of money on getting the followers up. They have not sold a bit of the soul to get yeah. the followers up by taking endless selfies, you know, yeah. to, to get the likes. That's what does, gets followers and likes. Yeah. You like, you think, why well, she's yeah, walking, yeah, so I'll yeah, follow yeah, them. Yeah. Avoid them individuals because if they're so self-promoting 
um, generally, so self-promoting and been able to spend so much time and money into their Instagram rather than their own knowledge and putting more time, I ain't got time to go and get 10,000 followers, I ain't got time to be posting pictures about myself and try and promote and get more likes and more likes and more likes to put my own self-promotion up. What I know is my 3,000 followers, probably 90% of them are in my area, are engaged with me, trained with me, or in some way, shape or form, know me in that area or bought into me as an individual. And that's why I've got those followers. And then that's why I, I'm like showing them my clients. This is this is what you're aspiring to be like. Look at Leanne, she, you know, and this is a genuine person. So she was laughing, she was watching this. She had no backside and she was a little bit skinny fat. Now she's got a massive ass because that's what she wanted. And she looks strong and she, she owns her own beauty salon and she's smashing it and her confidence is through the roof. She looks good, she feels empowered and that's what these people are looking for. So look for that, look for that kind, don't look for the self-promoting uh, um, narcissists. <laughs> Tough that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, right, before we just wrap up, right, I wanted to ask you, what is an alpha male? Because it's something I was like, um, again, struggling with it a little bit the other day um, and kind of struggling again with my ego. You know, I just, I'm constantly doing fucking yoga or something to block the bastard from coming up. But, and then I, I was trying to understand what a true alpha male was and, and what, what, what does it take to be, as you are, a, like a leader in this industry? Well, the word, the word you've used there, leader, that's very important. Um, yeah. My definition of alpha male, and again, as honest as you were, I agree, I, I'm an alpha male. I'm yeah. an alpha male, I, I'm a leader. And a leader gets the best out of people by whatever means, through conversation, through challenges, pushing boundaries, setting tasks, whatever it is, getting the best out of every individual that they encounter, especially if they're part of their community, network, peers, yeah. whatever. That's a true alpha male, not someone who's imposing, not someone who can shout the loudest, not someone who's got the greatest, strongest physique or who can deadlift the heaviest weight. It's a leader that creates leaders and leaders in their own world. So you're not creating leaders to, to go and then lead another pack. Create in someone who can lead their life, lead within their own realm and they may go on to lead other packs or they may just be the best version of themselves in their relative field, the best mother, the best nail technician, uh, Feel empowered, empowering people. Yeah, that's what a, an alpha male is a leader that creates leaders. It's like what you what we're saying before about an alpha male for me, does it not for its own gain, yeah. or does it for the pack? 100%. So the decisions make it for the pack. Yeah. 100%. And I think, you know, from. Selfless, a true alpha male. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's what I've seen um, since you've set up Next Level that you can see that within your Instagram, Thanks. that it's about the people around it. And oh, 100%. Stuff. It's just, I think the it's hard. people. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's hard sometimes you don't get that feedback from people. Mm, but, like, thanks. you know, and that's the reason I chose you to come on my podcast. I know we've had, like, shit, you know, we've known each other for years, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, like, yeah. But. I need fucking, I need, you know, more people like you. And obviously you're doing that by getting other personal trainers, teaching them your way and then just kind of going, look, yeah. we can't do this on our own. We've got to do it together and spread this message of looking after people. Yeah, and, I, and, I, and, I'm, and you're right, but I also must stress that 
um, and I, I open every one of my, I do um, workshops with my PTs, so we do at least one to a month, yeah. uh, um, where I'm teaching them as much of the things that I've learnt, yeah. so it's kind of skipping them along quicker, yeah. um, so they're becoming more experienced and they'll take some of my golden nuggets of information and I always open up with, I am going to teach you everything that I know, take with it what you want and use what you want, but don't do it my yeah. way, do yeah. it your own way, put your own spin in it, Take it, leave it, spin it, copy it. Don't copy it. Do what you want. Mm. I'm just going to teach you what I know. And uh, and like I say, as long as they stay in tune with the message of respect the other personal trainers, no dog-eat-dog, no bitching, no snideness, no brotherhood brother and sisterhood that's what i want and that's what i create and as long as they're here to that yeah, tribe be your yeah be yeah, your yeah. individual be 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 the creator of your own destiny have your own unique style as a personal trainer adhere to those principles and i'll be happy and that's it that's a good way to finish off in it mm. right so i've trained with paul um and i can honestly say the best personal trainer i've ever ever had um, it's a shame that I've not been on using because he's so far away now. Well, it's not that far. It's just an excuse, isn't it? Um, but anybody, you need to go and follow Next Level Personal Training. You need to follow Paul Boys Next Level as well. Just get in touch with you. Got any questions or anything? Um, Paul, thanks so much for coming on. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.